NYP fam, what's going on? This is Hector Santi Esteban. I'm the host of your show, and I have been marketing and growing podcasts for the last five years. And this is the show where we teach you all the tools, tips, and tricks, and things that you need to know when it comes to growing a show. And the, today is a little bit of a different episode. Usually, there's a lot more thought and a lot more preparation for shows, and that's mostly because of my personality. But I looked down at my feed, and I realized that it had been a couple of weeks since we had released an episode. And I know if you haven't gotten through those and you're just joining us in our journey, then I would encourage you to go back and listen to those interviews. We dropped about seven interviews right in a row because I have recently become a fan of a different type of strategy. And by by all means, there is absolutely value to releasing episodes on a similar cadence, same day, same, same time, every single week. There is absolutely value in that, 100%. And I think that a lot of audiences love that and a lot of audiences can be built upon that. In fact, I was just looking down at one of our shows. We had managed a show for about a year and a half. And over that year and a half, we had not missed a single episode ever right? And something like close to 400 episodes. And so it was really a same day, same week, every time. Now, the other part of this strategy, the other idea, kind of the counter argument, and maybe this is just something that I'm trying to test, is there have been musicians who have really, really gained a lot of popularity because they are constantly releasing music in a way that people are not used to. Now, most musicians, they would write an album and then they would release it all at once. And they would write an album, release it all at once and kind of be the similar cadence that people could, you know, get used to. And they would release an album and then you'd sit around and listen to it for a few weeks and a few months, whatever it is. And, you know, a few years even. And that would give the time the artist to be able to do whatever they need to do, whether it's tour or promote or write the next one. But a lot of newer artists, especially up and coming artists have built a lot of notoriety and built an audience because they are just dropping new music constantly. And two people that come to mind, one of them is a little more notable and the other is not. One is is Russ. You know, he was the you know, he's a, he was very, very popular a few years ago. But what people don't realize is that leading up to his rise in fame, he actually released an, a song every single week, right, on SoundCloud. And for most musicians, that is a huge feat. That it's like the YouTuber that's putting out a, a video every single week. But that kind of repetition, and which was different for musicians, actually made people tune in because they knew something was going to be coming. Now, on the other hand, there's this new artist that I've been following named Connor Price. And he's he similarly was releasing new music frequently. And he says in one of his songs that he he releases it as soon as he writes it, right? You know, and similarly to a lot of podcasts, they have a large runway of shows or they are they have very particular about their scheduling time. There are some people that throw that out the window and that's actually their strategy. That's actually the reason why people subscribe or they follow because they want to know when the next one is going to be. There is some value into just putting something out irregularly to keep your listeners on their toes and to make sure that they are, you know, actually subscribe. It gives people reasons to subscribe because they know that that actually means something. And so in order to keep this episode kind of valuable, I do want to touch on some things that I covered in my new newsletter. And it's called Podcasting Success Secrets. And it's because, you know, I'm 
maybe psychotic and, and wanting to do more things, right? And so I decided to to start a, a newsletter and we've got almost a thousand people subscribed to it. But in it, we covered the five things that people need to know before they start a podcast. And whether you've already started a show or you're thinking about starting a show, this is is absolutely something that you can can really benefit from. And so we're going to just cover them really quickly so that you guys, if you guys want to go and learn more, you guys can go in and read the newsletter. We'll link that up here in the show notes. But the first thing that we put in there is that results with podcasts take time. And we see a ton of podcast hosts get discouraged because their expectations are not met and they are reaching for some status level or follower level or download number and not realizing that a lot of the success stories, a lot of the podcasts that we see out there that are really popular, they either had one of two things. A lot of, a lot of them had time behind them and they've been doing it for a long time. They've been growing and building their audience and crafting their message and their voice for a while. And then the other side is that a lot of times, uh, on the other hand, if, if they don't have that, they, they oftentimes have a larger budget or a network or they have some something behind it to give it that big initial push, which just, you know, for most podcasters is not something that that they have. The second thing that we put on here is that your recording schedule matters. And it absolutely does. And even for me, I realized that I have fallen out of a routine of regularly recording things and it's caused us to have to create episodes like today. And so there are solutions to it, but I would encourage you to find some sort of regular recording schedule. Re do something at the same time every single week. I'll, I'll admit when we were at our best, it was we were re recording episodes every Monday and or Friday, and we were getting episodes out every single week. And that's what I recommend to the the hosts that we work with, you know, and the shows that we produce, ironically, I'm like that gardener who, you know, lets his lawn get overgrown with my own show. And so do as, here's where I'm just, I would say, do as I say, not as I do. However, I am working my best in, and this episode is, is really a, a response to me realizing that, man, I haven't been as, as diligent with my recording schedule as I should be. The third thing that we put on there is that the only people that matter when you're growing a show or starting a show are you and your listeners. And what I mean by that is that there are a ton of people who are going to give you feedback. Your wife, your friends, your your mom, your kids, everybody's going to give you feedback. Now, unless they've had experience in podcasting or they've had experience in media or they, they have some sort of educated experience, right, where they, they're coming at it from, from that educated and not only just school, but I mean, maybe they have some sort of experience, right? And so they can actually speak to something and they're not just, just throwing out their ideas, right? They're actually basing it on their own knowledge and experience. Well, then I would say, okay, for sure, you can listen to those, those family members or friends. Otherwise, unless they are in your target market, you're, they're your ideal listener, I would take their feedback, criticism, and even praise with a huge grain of salt. In fact, I would take it with the whole bag of salt and just say, thank you. Thank you for supporting me. I love you so much. I appreciate that. And, you know, and go find someone who either A, has that experience or perspective, or B, is ideally in your, your target market and your target audience so you can get that kind of feedback. You can actually get the feedback that you, you need. And so that's big. So that's the third thing. The fourth thing is that a good room is just as important as a good microphone. And what I mean by that is that you can make up for having a bad mic by being in a really good environment. You know, having a good mic helps if you don't have the best environment, but both matter and both can really help. 
And so for me right now, I just moved a couch back into my office because having, you know, more cushions and more soft stuff that absorbs a lot of the sound that would otherwise get re reflected back off and into the microphone. And so those types of things can really, really help. And I added some links in the newsletter of some panels that you can add into your room. That'll just make it a little bit easier and better sounding, I guess, if you will, without a ton of headache and without a ton of money. Now, as we round up here, the last thing that we're going to talk about, at least today, for things that you should know before you get started on the show, is that your podcast is not just a podcast. It is a, it's a show. And your show is a platform. And your show has really a few obligations. If you want to create a sustainable, successful show and grow an audience, you've either got to do one of two things and ideally both the best ones do both. And you've got to entertain, right? You've got to entertain or you've got to educate. You've got to help people learn something or you've got to make them feel good, right? Those two things. And you do that through creating an experience, through creating a, a show where you're thinking about the, the listener. You're thinking about what are they enjoying? What are they into? How, and not only that, but how are they going to best enjoy this type of content, whether it's time or topics or music, all of those things fit into it, right? You're putting on a show. And the cool thing is, is that you get to record it in your studio or your room or your office or your closet. No one's oftentimes there, but they get to still watch that show and they could still experience it. And so think about it like that. And you're going to start to be able to put on and create a better experience for your listeners. So guys, I want to thank you for sticking with me and being part of the MYP fam. It means a lot because, you know, I'm such a nerd about this stuff. So it helps me to have a place where I can share this stuff. And I know that someone is going to, to enjoy it and, and gain some value from it. And so anyways, that was just a little bit of a rant today. And I wanted to get to a chance to talk to you guys. And more importantly, just let you know that you are not alone. You know, that, that these challenges that we have as podcasters are, are really, you know, I think that they're universal. And so whether it's the overwhelm that comes along with having to do everything, whether that's the not enoughness that comes along from wondering whether or not our show is good enough or the, you know, the, the all the thingsness that comes along with seeing all of the different ways and strategies and tools and things that you could do. You know, all that to say that, that you're, you're not alone if you're experiencing some of those things. And so I just want to you know, let you know that there are other people who are, are out there. If you guys learn something, please come find me on Twitter at Hector underscore podcast or on LinkedIn at Hector Santi Esteban or just search me there and let me know what you learned. I would really appreciate it. Send me a message, comment on something, leave me a post, what stood out to you. And if you guys need help with your show, go to amplifymedia.com slash checkup. That's amplifymedia.com slash checkup. And we'll dig into your show. You can give it, leave some info and we'll go in and find some ways that you can improve your show. So thanks for sticking around as always today. And we'll see you guys on the next one.